Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is, this is, you know what this is. This is where we argue about things that have no conclusion. Like, there's no person to mediate and say, you're right or you're wrong. So we kind of just walk away from here all thinking that we're all right. And that's what a football fan is. Always thinking that they're right about their perception. But of course, results speak the loudest. And at this point in time, I'm not... I don't have results. <laughs> I don't have results to back me up. But as you can tell, I am backing my manager today against Norwich. I am backing us for a top six finish. I had a, a, a lengthy conversation with other Arsenal fans about where Arsenal are going to finish. And they're talking about ninth and 10th. That is not good enough. Sixth is good enough for us. <laughs> anyway, that's my early morning monologue. Good morning. Welcome to the Football Fan Show, ladies and gentlemen. Sponsored by XL Tennis Travel. For those of you who ever wanted to go and watch a football match live, if you ever thought to yourself, one day I want to go to see these teams that I worship from afar. <laughs> well, opportunity is here. For less than 10,000, you can go to the COP. And see Liverpool up against Spurs. Excludes flights, but accommodation, drinks, main stand viewing, all up. Anyway, let's get into it. Today, we are going to see Ronaldo. Dylan, oh, is he going to play? What do you expect? <laughs> um, I think Ronaldo will play. I don't know if he's going to play from the start, though. I think he'll, I think he'll come from the bench. All I alluded to him getting time and not saying you'll start or anything. So he didn't, um, well, he didn't speak on, on United, on Ronaldo starting. He said that he'll get time. He will play, but he didn't say he start, which I think you'll come from the bench. Yeah, uh, Orion is waiting there to come join us there, Rad. Uh, like, are, are, you, are you like nervous, Dylan, like that? Or, or do you expect Ronaldo to be Ronaldo, like at, at this age? As fit and as powerful and Ronaldo as he is, is there a small chance he might be a dad? <laughs> um, I think uh, there is a small chance that he might be a dad. But we, but I'm more on the, I'm being positive and I and I and I'm thinking about Ronaldo of the last five seasons and I think that's maybe we can get even just half of that Ronaldo would be great actually. Um, but I'm 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 hoping that he'll be. The success that will be. <laughs> yeah, maybe just to weigh in on whether he starts or not. I think what may work in his favour is I believe Cavani picked up a knock, so Cavani's out um, for today's game, so that may boost his chances of playing. Speaking of knocks, welcome Shelley's and Ryan. Welcome Ryan. We're just talking about injured players, yeah. And it's so nice to have you and Craig with us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you come back from the break with any injuries, right? Um, we went, no. Harvey Elliott got returned from England under-21 duty, but he trained normally this week. That's the only injury. And Firmino was injured before, got injured during the Chelsea game. So he's still not available. Those, I think, are the only two. Uh, in, and, and James Milner is still not available. Yeah. Those, I think, are the only injuries we have at the moment. Oh, where Shelly is one and looking like a, and, and like a sharp shooter. And VVD is okay. VVD, yeah, it's a small injury. Vana no looking injury. like a sharp shooter. Does Vana start ahead of Lukaku based on what he did in the international break? They did a similar thing. So, Lukaku scored, Vana scored. It's the same thing. Uh, I don't think you'll start ahead of Lukaku. Absolutely not. Did Club we... form is but... not as, as good as his country. But don't you don't you, don't you feel like with Lukaku there, Werner has to now like feel a bit of weight off. It's the perfect time for him to start. Because, yeah, but it's the formation. Know, all it's the, the formation that we it's the formation that we play. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to play both of them together. It's either or. Uh, you've got your supporting Harvards, you've got uh, ZH all waiting on the sidelines to play that supporting role. Mount will never sit. We all know that. So I don't think they'll ever play together. Uh, the only time you might see it is if Chelsea is down um, and be pushing. 
you might see uh, Werner and Lukaku together. It might be um, a very explosive combination that hasn't been tried as yet. But with Werner's speed and Lukaku holding up the ball, it could be very beneficial for Chelsea uh, and interesting to see as well. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of weight is off his shoulders. Do you think maybe you should have sent him away? Should he have gone on loan? Should he have uh, taken a break for a season? Uh, because no, I mean, he's a top quality player. You don't send fifty million pound players on loan. No, I don't think so. That would be a coward <laughs> move. Uh, it would yeah. have been a very coward move from Chelsea's point. I mean, we spent a lot of money on him. Um, first season in the Premiership, it's always going to be difficult. But I think he'll come right. He will come right, but he won't play ahead of Lukaku. That's the only thing, because as far as I am concerned, he's, he's Lukaku's replacement at this time. So I, I can't see him starting ahead of Lukaku. Unfortunately not. But he does well for the team, right? So I think the way Tuchel sees him is making those runs, getting him behind. So you don't see a place for him maybe playing um, on the right? Um, again, who do you replace? We've got Havertz and we got Mount. That cemented their spot in that in that supporting role, attacking supporting role. Who does he replace? Uh, the only time we might see it is Chelsea's down. Uh, Chelsea's in a draw, going for the win. You might see um, maybe a Havertz going off. Uh, replaced by Werner, supporting, supported by Lukaku. Uh, Werner does give some a different dimension to the game uh, with his speed. Uh, his finishing was very questionable uh, last season. However, he does have, a, he does have good assists. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Uh, he's finishing without questioning. No one's questioning it. No, no, no. Very questionable. We have the answers. He gave us the answers. If he can take his form from the, the from the from his country's form and bring it to Chelsea, I think we're looking at a different Werner this season. Uh, I think it's because the weight is off his shoulders. He came with a very big price tag last season, so. Um, he was under pressure. Unfortunately, he never delivered, but I think he's got his mojo back. But unfortunately, he will not start before Lukaku. So, so do Chelsea win the Champions League in spite of Werner or because of Werner? No, in spite of Werner. I mean, if you look at where the goals came from, came from all over. So, yeah. uh, we never had, I mean, even look at the league, we had Jorginho with six or seven goals, uh, Abraham with six or seven goals when your highest goal scorer. So, I mean, you cannot pinpoint the Champions League on any player. No, I think it was a well-rounded team effort that got us through at the end. I don't know. Anyone got thoughts on that? Did, would Chelsea have won the Champions League without Werner as long as Tuchel was there? I think I think that's fair to say. Kerem Abraham did well whenever he was called upon. And you have to assume if he was called upon more, he would have done more. Well, you, you also had Jeru scoring, so... I mean, Jerry was scoring critical goals in Champions League, and he, uh, yeah. that was also very important for us to lift that cup. So um, it wasn't down to one player; it was a, a team effort. The goals came from all over. There was no one you could just say you could pick out and say they had a fantastic run in the Champions League. No, that's the riches of Chelsea, bro. You can the two players that we are identifying that really stepped up, Jerry and Tammy. You said, "No, we don't need them next season." That is yeah, like, I mean, that's super yeah, if you're going <laughs> to go and spend 97 million on a striker, yeah. um, I can say we don't need him at this stage because, I mean, you've got a world-class striker uh, with Averna backing him up. So, but, okay, so here's a question then. Was, 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 was Tammy Abram better than Werner last season? Yo. Yeah, you could say on the goals front. Yeah, he had more goals than him. So if, we, if we're gonna if we're gonna base it on that on goals, uh, Tammy was better than Werner. Um, but Tammy, I don't rate him very highly. I never rated him very highly. Um, Werner came with a big reputation. Tammy is a homegrown player. Um, you were gonna expect something from Tammy because he's come through the system where Werner had to come in and still learn the Chelsea way, the culture, and all that that came with it. I will say that. You, you, Ryan's a big Werner uh, fan. What do you think about that debate between Werner and Tammy? Tammy Abram is definitely easier to sell. Yeah. He's, a, he's a easier to sell. He's on much lower. He was a, he's a youth. He's from the youth league, so he's much lower wages than Werner. 
and there's more teams that have money to sign him. If they couldn't sell Werner, even if Tammy had a stonking season last season, if Werner had the season he had, it would have been more difficult to sell Werner um, than it would have been to sell thing. And I think Werner's transfer fee and Giroud's wages and Tammy's wages um, went a big way to 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 helping the Lukaku deal. They had to get rid of those players up front. And you couldn't get rid of Werner. And you couldn't get rid of Werner. Nobody's going to pay him the wages he's on. He's on yeah, uh, sure. like like two hundred fifty thousand or three hundred thousand. Yeah, that, yeah, but two hundred fifty. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, but who I'm looking forward to see is Saul. So uh, I think he brings a different dimension to the Chelsea uh, lineup. Uh, Where he starts, I don't think so. At not today. Uh, I think there's going to be an easing into Saul into the team, but he brings a different dimension to what you always saw in that uh, Chelsea midfield. Uh, you always saw uh, Kante breaking it down. You always saw Jorginho playing the ball around, spreading it around. So we'll just bring something more interesting for us. And I think that just um, gives us a little bit more confidence that we will end up almost at the top coming into the season. Two massive signings. Okay, so then everyone fits, everyone available. What is Chelsea's starting 11 and five players for the bench? Um... Well, Mendy, without a doubt, uh, he's proven himself between the sticks. Uh, James is on a red card, so he misses out. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, as a Laqueta, um, Silva, that's if they play the Brazilians. I saw last night, they said they cleared the Brazilians to play. Uh, Rudiger. Um, then we're looking across the park. I think it will be Kante, Jorginho, uh, um, Colaba as well, puts him somewhere there. Uh, Chilwell and Alonso, there's a debate around them. Uh, currently, I think uh, every, all the Chelsea fans are looking for Chilwell to come back in, but I can't see him starting ahead of Alonso as long as they had a good start to the season. Uh, then you have your Mount, Harvard, and Lukaku. Uh, on the bench, I think we have Saul, uh, we have Kovacic, um, we'll have Werner, um, not sure of the other two. Ziyech. Z- 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 yeah, your bench. Hey, for getting 60 million pound players. Yeah, Money means nothing in Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> paper, paper, uh, paper money there. They play with Monopoly much. I want to say, I want to say the South, the South. If, if, we, if we want a player, we will get a player. Let's just put it that way. Hey. 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 <laughs> oh. Sure. Shot fired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's my lineup for this week. Roman and his money. Yeah. All right, then. So, Liverpool, uh, you guys are playing tomorrow. Uh, so, you got a bit yeah. of a day, one more day for your players to, re- to recover those that were away. Uh, Craigie, what you thinking? Um, I still I still have you at the top four. So, <laughs> really? I still got us. Uh, I like I like being the underdog. Uh, that's that's the great thing about being a Liverpool supporter. Yeah, that's okay. We we've we proven your it's a familiar role. It's okay. And you know what? We will uh, we'll create the hype in the sense that and uh, mark my words. I, I think that uh, tomorrow's game is going to be something else. Uh, Leeds is never an easy uh, walkover. Um, but I think uh, we'll catch them on the break. Uh, like, because I also like to play the high-pressing football. And uh, we should get the three points tomorrow. So I'm looking, looking forward to that. Uh, obviously, all the, all the excitement is about today. But uh, yeah, and then being the only game tomorrow, it's going to be quite a... It's, it's a must-win three points for us for tomorrow. How do you feel about the conversation we were having when it comes to moving players around um, really high-performing players like Trent? Uh, Trent in midfield. Is that, a, is that something you'd experiment with? Is it something that interests you as a Liverpool fan, Craig? Uh, look, uh, I know the, the conversation I was had uh, earlier, and I didn't quite get involved yesterday with that. Um, I could actually see him footing in that role. Uh, Ten going forward is always brilliant. He's always going to give you that 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 option, and he certainly he creates better chances. I've always said coming back as a defender, that's it's always been his weak point uh, in a lot of, but he's certainly improved in a lot of of, of that area. However, uh, I would I would, I would take the 
experiment uh, on again to see what he can do. But I mean, yeah, uh, it's definitely something I would I would consider. Uh, but I'll put you on the Do you think he's the best in his position in England? When I say in England, in the in Premier England. League, in the Premier yes. League, he's proven it. Okay. So and he's got the stats to show for it. So yeah, I think he's the fact that Terry Coleman selecting for the England squad is shocking. But if you have to ask him, I think he's the best right back in the in English Premier League. And he does, Ryan, do you, he does everything. You agree? You agree with uh, what Craig's saying? Yeah, yeah um, no. I, I wouldn't want him to <laughs> I know that. For, That's uh, a... <laughs> for, the, for the midfield. But simply because Firmino is good at tackling and pressurizing players. That's, you can't move him in, move into defense. Or, into, or make him a number six. That's not the way it works. Players are multifaceted. Um, Trent is really, really, really good at reading the space ahead of him. Do I do I run with the ball? Do I ping, a pro, ping across to uh, Robertson? Do I play it short? If you remove that space ahead ahead of him, you sort of remove his vision for the game. You remove the opportunity for him to affect the game in the way he is he, he is able to. Liverpool, uh, similarly, similarly to Chelsea, and that's why I was upset that they got Saul and we were in the Saul conversation and we didn't get him, is because those teams play quite similarly. The, the, the midfields are workhorses. We don't rely on creativity um, from our midfield, uh, goals or assists, but they allow our front three and our wingbacks to flourish. And Chelsea is very similar. If you take our so, flourish of... Off of the but wing. you got that that, oh. that, 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 that that killer pass from the midfield as well, right? You got your window that used to spray those passes. I, I disagree in a sense because you needed that someone to, to have that vision. Yeah. Oh, you, you, trust you, me. You, I you believe Thiago, about... Henderson, and Genie yeah. have the ability to do it. But that's yeah. not their role, though, anymore. Um, look at Genie Van Alden for Holland. He's an assistant yeah. goal-scoring machine. And in Liverpool, that but was that not his role. Was never there. That was not his that role, was not role. role. So, so we need those players in midfield. If you move him into midfield, or even if you move into right wing, what do you do with Mohamed Salah? I don't know if you guys have heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you move him, if you move Trent further forward, what yep. do you do with the, with Mohamed Salah? You can't move Trent from right back. I am completely and utterly against it. Okay, I, something interesting. I, I was going to digress quickly. Uh, sorry, Craig. You're talking about Van Aydlem no, but... being so prolific as a uh, in his role at in the Dutch team, right? So now we've got Memphis Depay, um, who's like his Robin or Batman to his Robin or the other way around, um, who's now broken a record, a Dutch record for most goals scored in a in a calendar year, and it's like it's still September, and it's, I think the record was held by Clivert. And he's off the Cryf record. And he's like, he's like chasing down. But the man couldn't get going at United, right? When United fans look at a player like the Pie and how he develops, and they look at Di Maria and some of the players that came in in that post-Ferguson like massive wall. How do you how do you look at those players now and the ones that you bring in at the moment? Uh, Bruno Fernandez, like has been a revelation. But do you still think there's that element of what made Depay and De Maria fail still there somewhere lurking in the club? I think Depay was just too young when he came. Um, I think he's, yeah. he's matured and he's got better. He went to um, a team where he could he could, he could boss it. He could be the main man. Um, you know, he, he came to United and there's stories about him coming in, buying a Rolls Royce in his first day, coming there wearing a cowboy hat. And you know, I think I think it was. A massive jump for him and I think he just wasn't yeah, ready um, you know so the timing wasn't right with Di Maria and Falcao and all of those you know they all have their reasons we had different cultures we had different systems um, Di Maria's heart was never in that place um, so I don't feel anything still there I think we're a different team now I think we, we, this is Oli's team um, the players is brought in the, the way the team plays the way the team looks it's all about Oli and what he wants the team to look like so um, yeah, I, I can't see any of those those things that are still in the closet coming out. You see uh, so if you say the club is, the club is ready to go, yeah, go for it, go for it, right? Sorry, do you see any of those players at the Bayo or the Maria doing better under the current coaching setup than previously? 
I think Demiria was a good player anyway. I think um even when he he got a chance um when he first came he, you could see he was quality. I think just didn't fit into to what LVG wanted to do. Um so I think that was a a manager decision more so uh, about being the player. I think the pay now the pie now I think um you know if you was one of our front three just say instead of Martial or maybe if we had still the pie then Sancho doesn't come. Um, you know, because we've got that option, and and, and the past looking like one of the best players in the world at the moment. You know, I think in terms of on form, and you know, Calvin sp- spoke about what he's been doing for the Dutch team. It's hard to argue that someone like that won't make United better. And yeah, absolutely think he'll flourish. He would have flourished. All right, so then this is the, this is where I'm going. So now, if if we're saying that United has more or less found a, a group of players, they're at the right age. The club is in the right space. Dylan, what is what is now acceptable finishing for United this season? What is what is like what is acceptable? What is unacceptable? What position in the league and what cup hall is now unacceptable if the team is at the best place it's been since Ferguson? I think you know, if Ole doesn't win a trophy, he must. A trophy is unacceptable. A trophy, he needs a, a major trophy. trophy. I don't know which one it's going to be, but it's going to be FA Cup. Or you can't go without the trophy, that's for sure. And I think um, between second and first, that is that is the only acceptable. We, we're working on, um, I think United are working on closing the gap on Man City, what they did last season. So I think if we close it to, if we challenge right up till the end, that will be, even if we end up third, I think even if, if we end up third and we end up, but we challenge right up till the end, it wasn't um, a runaway, I think it will still be uh, an acceptable, a good season. But it must come with a trophy. Oh, if so it comes without a trophy? With the Champions League. Yeah, so if it's well, a, if it comes to the Champions League final. final. Yeah, without a trophy for me, it's fine. Or... Yeah, for or me, Carabao Cup. Will a Carabao Cup be acceptable? If, if he wins no trophy and he, and he challenges until the last day of the season, if he's challenging if you the last day of the, the season... League by one point, if you lose the league by one point to Liverpool and then you lose the Champions League final by one goal to Liverpool... Yeah, then you, be mustn't, you mustn't sack him because then you can see his clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sack him for that. It's very acceptable, Ryan. It's very acceptable. Ryan's got a point. Ryan's got a point. Yeah. If you lose the league, let's say you lose the league, yeah. not to Man City, right? You, you, you're close to Man City. Man City falls off. You lose the league to Liverpool. Is that acceptable, right? Lucas, Why not to lose a league to Chelsea? Why not say lose a league to Chelsea? No one really wants to uh, Chelsea. But so if, if it is Liverpool, it's going to hurt the fans, right? It's going to hurt United. So it's going to be a sore one. But I don't think he's going to lose his job over it. The whole, for me, the key thing is that he's challenging. It's unacceptable if he's not challenging. I think even if he wins the Carabao Cup and United are out of the top four after December... And, and they got no way back in. And I can know for them, you know, to make top four is going to be an achievement. That's when he's got to go. I think then then that's unacceptable. Go, oh, Ryan. Ryan? Um, yeah. Do you, so, I, I, I think the only manager in the league with, with trophies are fully, fully expected is Pep. Um, everyone else has to compete. That's how strong the top of the league is at the moment. Um, I think if 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 Ole competes, his job is safe. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, uh, I don't know, Chelsea, uh, Cheltenham. I, 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 I always thought Chelsea was a team that had to deliver. Like you've, they fire the coaches the quickest. That surely is another team where tra- trophies are absolutely. It's an absolute, especially if you win a Champions League. You can't go from Champions League to nothing. It's not about that. It's the amount of money. It's the amount of money spent uh, and invested. If you could invest such big money, I mean, two hundred last year, we are already on ninety-seven uh, this year. The money that that the Roman puts forward, I think the expectation comes from that. Um, this year, I think we balanced it out by selling enough players, uh, so the expectation is will always remain at Chelsea. The, the amount of coaches we we fire uh, can show you that expectation as well. We were lucky in Lampard's area where we ended up in top four that first year with all without signing anybody. Uh, Tuchel came in, has put another statement, exactly like what Klopp did, 
uh, winning the league with Liverpool. So that's a standard that has been set. And um, there's a lot of teams that can show you that they will give their manager some time. Uh, Ole hasn't been doing, I mean, ending second, uh, ending second, ending third. You can see they're giving him time. Um, Arsenal, very patient with Oteta. Uh, Klopp has uh, built a team that I think the, the fans and the board, he's got, they got confidence in him. Uh, that he can uh, he can uh, bring that back to the table. Chelsea, on the other hand, um, that's like an instant thing for Roman. Roman wants to see it very quickly, uh, but I think that's the, got to do with the outlay of money. And it's proved to be successful. Yeah, it's been yeah, successful. Yeah, it's been, but I mean, generally speaking, every two season, yeah, every second season, Chelsea's got a cup. So it has been proven. Uh, uh, proven. However, it's with different managers. So. Um, you know, it's not about a consistent manager being there for five years or six years or 10 years and building it up, taking him from grassroots right through to the end. Um, Tuchel has now again inherited a good squad. Um, Lampard, as okay. bad as he was, he, he, he still brought in some quality and he also brought homegrown players. If you look at Mount, Mount yeah. was at Derby three seasons back. Now, uh, if you look at Mount's value, I think Mount must be for, for English tax and all that must be a 60 million player. You know what maybe I'm trying more. to say? So yeah, probably more. Maybe more. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say more. Uh, okay, so then, this, so then, so then <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's definitely more than that. <laughs> Mount is ben like, White you know, I wasn't, a, yeah, I wasn't like sure about Mount because I thought Lampard was kind of almost pushing a player that's like him. But as Mount's developed yeah. outside of Lampard, he's, he's like, brah, he's as good as, as any English midfielder that England has at the moment. I mean, if you said to me, Mount or Grealish, who do you start? I'd like, hey, that's a tricky one. It's not net, net, definitely point, Grealish because they do different things. They do different things well. But what we must think about now, or what I want the United supporters to think about is, at what point, because last season, uh, Dylan, we spoke about <laughs> a trophy. <laughs> that, was, that was like, Ole has to win a trophy. We are now in the start of the new conversation. Very, you remember very, this conversation? Very, uh, we are having the exact same pie. conversation. No trophy. trophy. Ole out. Ole out. So, are you guys that that you guys, word. Have you guys you can actually go. View? You can actually go back and see the amount of uh, videos Dylan made. I think it was over two hundred. <laughs> Uh, and it ends up trophyless. So yeah, so <laughs> and, and Raj, Raj, Raj called Ole a dead man walking last season. I did, I did. After, so did I. After the start, so, between the two of you, you uh, have you now lowered your standards, or have you seen enough from Ole to say that this season is your season? So, so I got low standards. I'll call you a dead man walking. So maybe I'll talk to that before Dylan can can talk about uh, the trophies. Okay, um, go Dylan. Let's hear Dylan. All right. Okay, um, but in regard, I've always, I, when Ole lost that final in the Europa League final, I was like, Ole should, Ole should go then, because Ole clearly can't deliver on trophies. And the board, the Glazers like Ole, they want to keep Ole. I would rather have a better manager than Ole right now. I don't think Ole is our best, is the best choice for Man United right now. I think he's um, the best choice for the owners. But I don't personally. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a Ole inner. I'm not a Ole inner. I still think that he should be judged by his trophies. And now he's made enough signings. He's made Sancho, Varane, Ronaldo, um, and and that's that's more than enough signings to. If the owners don't want trophies now, then I think then we are in trouble with these owners then. If owners also don't see trophies as, because I think even Ole knows trophies is the next step though. But by the way, Ole speaks right now, he knows that trophies is the only thing that is going to keep his job for him. So yeah. I think trophies is the main, the main thing. It's the thing that will keep his job. So, so, so Ole, said, Ole said, look, there's more pressure on me now and he loves it because that's what you need to be when you're at United. You need to have that pressure on you. Um, you know, otherwise, you might as well stay in Norway or be in a mid-table team. Um, but I call him dead man walking because at the time it was, it was a really bad start. Um, and he turned it around and I, I did at the time I think we can watch the video say I hope he proves me wrong um, but, but I didn't think he was the man for United he hasn't proved me wrong yet um, but I think he's deserved 
to stay. I think he deserves to keep his job. I think, um, you know, even the record he's got with the away record in terms of what, what he's done there. He's made United a tough team to beat. He's given, he's, he's made the players, um, you know, you can see that the players are happy. Uh, the players want to be at the club. The players are enjoying their football. And the fans are enjoying watching the games. Uh, not so much the Wolves game, but um, but all in all, there's a lot in there to make you feel happy. I think the trophy thing, it's close, right? You know, we lost we lost to penalties in one of the craziest penalty shootouts you ever see, where it was our goalkeeper that was that had to, that had to win it or lose it. Um, so I, I don't, it's not far away from a trophy if you look at, you know, if you're basing it on that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. It's, it's a massive failure because he was that close. Okay, so Raj, today's Newcastle. What's your what's your what's your indication that things are on the right track? In the game? Yeah. What what you looking for? Oh, out look, of this game? Ronaldo oh. to start. Obvious man. Yes. yes. Look, United got to play in the front foot. United got to play attack. He won't attack, start attack. today. You come on as a superstar. United got to have a, you know, playing with, playing with, with getting into the box, creating chances. You got a full stadium behind you, playing attractive football, playing the football that we know United can play and what we used to see. I mean, no, there's a misconception that all the games are fantastic under Fergie. There were plenty of stinkers under Fergie as well. So um, I don't expect it today. I think United are going to, are going to cream over um, Newcastle. I think it's a, it's a great fixture for us to have Newcastle as our first home fi- home game for Ronaldo. Um, Joe Willock, Joe Willock. I, I got it. <laughs> um, I do have a few bets. United will win by United will win by four if Fred starts. Am I right, Dylan? <laughs> what's your What's your prediction, Dylan? Um, I think Man United will win two nil. No. Um, if only Fred starts. Too much power. Too much power. Too much power Ooh. for Newcastle. What's your, what's your starting eleven? Everyone fit. Let's say everyone's fit. Cavani is available. Everyone, yeah. What? How do you start your team? Um, I would start with um, David Ayer in in the in the nets. Aaron Van Bissaka, Rafael Varane, Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, and then my midfield two would be Scott McTominay and Fred, and then Pogba. <laughs> Bruno, Jay, uh, Mason Greenwood, and Ronaldo. Aha! Sancho. So there's no, so no Sancho. And yours, Raj? How, how different is yours, Raj? No Cavani there? So, so there's, there's two things. So so uh, Dylan pretty much said the team how Ole would line it up with two holding midfielders. Um, so I, I, I'm going to say my team how I'd like it to play. <laughs> and I'll probably say I'll change it in terms of what he is likely to do. So... Um, I'd like to play the back four is the same or back five same as what Dylan said I'd like to see a, a diamond in the middle um, so I'd like to see um, Bruno at the top of that diamond maybe Pogba on the one side keep Donny a chance on the other side and McTominay or Fred playing in a holding role and then playing a twin strikers with either mm. Ronaldo guys but Fred why, what is your obsession with Fred why do you insist on like uh, he do you think Fred is he does a lot of good things, bro. He, good he does a lot. He does. He's a connection. So, yeah, he's a connection between the defense and the strikers. Fred is fantastic. And, 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 you, you know, you know, you always got your water carries in the game. You're always in the middle that are doing hard work. You know, and and, and the doing the work that you're not gonna get a lot of praise for. The work that's off the ball. The work that's you know closing down space, tracking back. You know, like Bobby. <laughs> defensive striker. Ryan, what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts on Fred versus Bobby? Are they are they doing the exact same thing and not getting enough praise for what they do? <laughs> <laughs> They're both Brazilian. That's where that's where that's where the comparison ends. But I will say this: Fred is the only player that United have like him. Is maybe the only player that United have that can do what he does for the team. I think Matic and McDominay, uh, I think Matic is just old and uh, too slow for, for a dynamic <laughs> up-of-the-table up table team. He's not, he's not what he was. I think McDominay has got great industry, and if there was a midfielder from uh, United that Liverpool need, I think it would be a person like Scott McDominay. Um, but Fred is unique in, in Fred is unique in 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 the squad. Um, 
uh, and that's a bad thing because there's only one of him, and that's why they needed uh, somebody with actually a similar skill set to him um, in better. the league. A question there then, Ryan. Would you take Fred at Liverpool and would he start? It was Fred or Fabinho for us. So, uh, uh, and we must out on Fred. That's the rumour. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, if the Liverpool hierarchy thought he was good enough, uh, I also think there's lots of Brazilian players at, at Liverpool and they've got a really strong net friendship group and, they, and they've helped each other integrate really well. Um, I think he would have done well there. Uh, having seen what has happened with Fabinho and what's happened with Fred, I wouldn't swap them. But had it been Fred instead of Fabinho, I think it would have been he would have been in a better place now. Wow! With a better than, with a better than a seventy percent pass average. Are you saying that Liverpool competition. would have done a Coach better, better job? Player. Yes, definitely. Liverpool are well, yeah. better Fred coaching than Man United. Yeah, Liverpool turned relegated players into world-class stars. They've done it a few times. So uh, I have no co- I have no qualms that the reason why Liverpool can underspend other teams is because they make players better. It's a big reason why it's not just. But you, you're underspending this season. You're underspending this season because you've spent well over the last season. five seasons. No, we've underspent the top ten in the Premier League in the. We eleventh or twelfth in the last five years spending. Okay, but so maybe on on an average of five years, but on on each season, are you underspending? Are you saying you're underspending each season? That doesn't matter because the seasons where we spent a lot, we sold a lot. So you have to look at a, a team. A squad isn't built in one season. You've got to look over the spending period uh, to compare the clubs. You can't say um, United. You can't say United didn't spend the season because they. You got to look at the squad that they have and how much it took to assemble that squad. That's what's fair for all the teams. And what it took yeah, to we'll... assemble this Liverpool squad is less than what it took to assemble the top ten uh, uh, on a spending. Maybe the squad worth is a different thing. But when you say spending, are you talking about are you talking about the, the net spend? Net or otherwise, Liverpool are. Yeah, you got to balance it out. The amount of, yeah, the amount of players you sell and the spend, if it balances itself out, uh, it's considered as a as a no spend basically. So, uh, even if you look at Chelsea spending ninety seven on Lukaku, uh, you, you sold Abraham um, for a good chunk. Uh, you sold enough players to support uh, to bring that balance in. So you you might look at Chelsea spending ninety seven. However. Are we, the, no one ever looks at the, the club spend, and that's where the balance lies. Hmm. Well, what I'm saying is, cool. whatever metric you choose, other than wages, um, uh, Liverpool improve players, and that's why they can spend less than their competing teams. Um, so the coaching has a has a big part to play in. If you can, if you can uh, make a eight million pound Robertson, you're starting. Left back, you don't have to spend 50 million pounds on a Ben Chilwell. If you can coach your, your prospect who was free to be the best or one of the best right backs in the world, you don't have to spend 50 million pounds on Aaron Wan Bissaka. It's very simple. Yeah, the coaching of the players uh, means you don't have to spend. Yeah, no, that's very true. Uh, it's very true. I think it's all got to do with. Um, the homegrown talent and your academies uh, bring those players and, 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 and grooming them into the first team. But uh, I think we spoke about this in the very high level last season. Uh, how many managers are prepared to play those homegrown players? Um, you know, so you, you get you get a few that comes through. Uh, you find out there's only two that remains, you know. So, like, look at Chelsea, for example. Uh, as, we, as we mentioned, instant success. How often do you get a Chelsea youngster breaking through? Um, not, not, not. It's just not. It's just not happening. You know, you got a Mount, you got Reese James. Yes, those two must have been very exceptional to be part of the squad. Tammy Abram. Tammy Abram. Yeah, but I mean now he's God, gone. No. Uh, so he's yeah, gone. but I mean so like, if you, if you look at the, they groomed him enough to be a part of the squad. So there is even, like a. Uh, it's happening. Even Tariq Lamptey. Yeah. Tariq Lamptey played for, he made his debut under Lampard against Arsenal and then Chelsea sold him and then he played for Brighton immediately when he, when, when he went to Brighton and then he started doing well for Brighton and he started doing very well 
So you have to look at the club model and what what do they do with these academy graduates and, and, and that's what it's all about. It's not an no, easy thing just to Chelsea. say yes. It's similar to Chelsea. It's very similar. No, but we're trying, to copy, we're trying to copy Chelsea. Correct. <laughs> but you look at how many, how many Chelsea uh, youngsters on loan. I mean, there's a, quite a bit over, I think there's at one stage, there was 30 plus of them on, on Yeah, on, on human low. trafficking. Chelsea's involved in but... human trafficking. Like, there's, there's no distinction. <laughs> Chelsea's whole <laughs> business model is human trafficking. Chelsea's not you know, there's some, like, there's some, there's some times you can go on Chelsea's website <laughs> and they say they told us youngster I've never heard of. But he's been there Where's for Madeline? five years. Where's Madeleine like, McCain, Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing with the thing with Jurgen Klopp's model is how Jurgen, uh, Liverpool managed to get players like Robertson is because um, Klopp had uh, him and his backroom team, whoever they are, had the reputation the of getting adding, had the reputation of getting players like that. That's how they got uh, uh, Aubameyang. That's how they got. Uh, Oh, I think Mario Kotze. Yeah, Lewandowski as well. All of those players. They bought them very, very was, low. I think Lewandowski was signed from the Polish second division, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, he was signed That's for, crazy. Like second division. for like 200,000 euros. Exactly. So it depends on the on the, on the the where the manager stands with his philosophies and where the club is. Um, Chelsea matches is, unfortunately, that's how they are. Arsenal once upon a time. Had a similar thing where Arsenal signed young players and then they gave academy players. And there was a time where people, everybody would want Jack Wilshire. Barcelona uh, spoke highly of uh, of Jack Wilshire. So, like, you know, it just depends on the club. United does it very well with bringing players into the squad. Look at Rashford, look at Greenwood, look at, you know, you can go back for over the years. Uh, it's just maybe over the years now, recently, well, but... the model might have changed. But oh. um, that's just something, just something Keenan's saying there. Well, a point that Keenan raised there. Now, like you know, like when we're looking at the players, our young players that come through. I'm talking about the academy players. It's easy to say this is the best player that we brought through. Uh, I'm not sure how Chelsea feel about, feel about uh, their best players that have come through in the recent group. Mason Mount, Reece, probably Mason Mount's your best like graduate, right? At the yeah. moment, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think there's. Well, United, when you wow. look at your graduates, like. You got Greenwood, Rashford. How do you how do you feel about the two McTominay. of them in terms of McTominay? How do you feel about but but particularly those two? How do you feel about the two of them? Do you think that I know Rashford's had the light for the longest time, right? If you look back and when Rashford arrived, he's, the light has been on him. But when I speak to United fans, they don't sound excited about Rashford. They sound very excited about Greenwood. Is Greenwood? The favorite of the of the graduates and the, the one that excites you the most. I'm saying based on my conversation, but you guys, what's what's your feelings on those two? I'm Greenwood. For me, um, Mason Greenwood is like the best young talent that United has produced. I don't know since I don't know. I don't think they were nineteen ninety two is as since nineteen ninety two. Even Rashford, even even <laughs> even <laughs> well Rashford. I don't think even eighteen year old Rashford was as good as Mason as eighteen year old Mason Greenwood, not a chance. Nah. Um, Mason Greenwood is a Fraser Campbell. <laughs> he can <laughs> Yeah, look before before um before Ronaldo came you know, even Oli would say Dean was the best finisher in the club. Um, so, that, you know, that yeah. even watching him, that all hits the target almost every time. You know, Rashford can be very frustrating. Yeah. The thing is with Rashford, you can see this poten- yeah. there's a player there, there's potential, and he's got to still reach the potential. Enough. Yeah. Look, there's, there's plenty of years for him to still mature and get better. I think um, he's done it in a lot of games. I think he's had fantastic games, but he, he's, he's a young player who's, who's going to have ups and downs. Um, so the consistency of, uh, you know, what makes a, a good player great is that consistency at a high level. And he's not there yet. So, yes. Um, mm. So with, with 
with, I, with Rashford, there's too many peaks and troughs. Go, Ryan. I, I, I want to say that uh, talking about the academy thing is both Rashford and Greenwood, if they develop the way they want to, um, with the talent that they have, you've got potentially two players vying for the world's best player. That's how talented they are. We talk mm. about, we're talking not so glowingly about Rashford, but Rashford is in the top four or five most valuable players if you have to buy him mm. in the world in that C- CIES football thing. Mm. Um, he, was number, he was number one, and, I think. Yeah, he could have been. I mean, at the time he signed his new contract, now it will be different. Being injured and mm. all of that stuff. You don't get that from academies. Two, yeah, two world-class people breaking through in a, in a similar position, it hardly happens. So United should be very, very grateful. It's, uh, it's also like the mentality and... of the players as well. I think there was no chance in hell like that Greenwood would have ever gone on loan. Um, even before he got to the first team, the, the way that they spoke about him and stuff like that. And when he got his chance, it's often players can get into their own head when they, um, when they come into the team. Some struggle, some, you know, just uh, disappear on the field when they come on. You never saw that from Greenwood, really. From the first time you watched him, then he's, he, he grew his reputation, being doing the left foot, right foot thing. Um, and I think Mason Mount, when he came into the Chelsea team as well, yes, he went on loan, but as soon as he got in, he, he took his chance. Tammy, unfortunately, disappeared at times. We don't know like what really that is down to. Um, and Reese James as well is doing well. So it's, it's like also, it's different factors, but um, but I, I like when that player comes into the team and there's like no chance of that player even going out on loan at all. Uh, mm. Like when things like that happen, I think that's like amazing, you know, because that's, that's essentially what you want. I don't, I like the loan thing, but at the same time, I don't like the loan thing because now we have like a very bad reputation because now it mm. seems like we don't really care about the players unless no, they, don't. they show their worth. Then it's like, ah, yes, back out well, you, you do, yeah. you do care about them. That loan oh. system, that loan system is very beneficial to some players. It's not yeah, that you yeah, don't no. care about them. It's Which just players? that the, the we talk about the Chelsea loan farm. It's it's not that you don't care. <laughs> about well, look. It, it's but not that, that you don't care about them. It's that the academy serves a different purpose. Yeah, I've I've really enough complaints about Chelsea loanies <laughs> from Chelsea loanies about Chelsea. the whole system. Yeah, look. <laughs> Chelsea system makes them money. You know what no? the thing is, um, that, that, that's exactly what it is. It's just a money making scheme. Yeah, it's not really about players. That, they spent, yeah. they which spent is massive on Lukaku. Which is something that I broke even pretty much. That doesn't sit well with me. So that's like, like cash to Crusaders. <laughs> it's just, you know, like, when you pay out and maybe you can watch it back when you come back you in. Guys the season. <laughs> you guys are making it dirtier than what it is. These players, it is dirty. Players, <laughs> no, these players, these players who had no chance of, uh, of making a Chelsea first team got put into a world-class academy with world-class coaches, got the best liaisons, got set to clubs that will treat them well. The liaisons made sure the clubs treated them well, that they were getting the game time, they were getting their minutes. And the club found them a place that really wanted them and valued them and would give good money and good wages to them. It's, uh, Although, it's not the dream. It's not the dream. It was sold. Not the dream they were sold. Yeah. <laughs> I Chelsea. think some of them... No, I think a lot of them are signed for Chelsea. No, but the they way signed that because Chelsea of... United got sold the dream that Sierra Seven is going to give him the title. The same dream, Corbin. <laughs> But the, the way that wait, wait, wait. operate, I was going to say, like, the way that Chelsea, the, the loan system works is they have someone that goes out to those players. I don't know about the other teams, but I know that Chelsea has someone that goes out and checks how they are. Because all of those emotional things matter to players. Um, yes. Like, when you, when you look at the case of Ravel Morrison, for example, like, the way Woo-hoo! that they speak about the greatest him, ever. Is, is the way that they speak about him, the coach and stuff of the interviews I've seen, <laughs> they speak about him. The only player now that I can think of from United's Academy that they speak of that highly is Greenwood. Yeah. Because yes. that's how that's the reputation that he had. <laughs> Except he Ferguson said, said he was the best ever to walk through the doors. <laughs> no, but he was really that good. But the thing is, mm, with him, he, did, yeah. he had uh, bad friends around him. He mm. had things outside. I think of he United. was the bad friend. <laughs> 
know. It saddens me honestly because he could have been a very, very top player. But even when he went to, to West Ham, he says West Ham was his best experience because the coach oh. treated him like a, you know, like a, like a son or whatever. Um, mm. So, yeah, the, lo- the lone thing, it, 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 it's quite when a, when a player like, you know, Mount comes through, but when it's just like that thing of selling the players all the time and making yeah. money from it, it's quite because like you can buy transfers, like big transfers, yeah. but at the same time, you want that academy, you want that yeah. Greenwood type player. Every team would want that Greenwood that, type player. Rather, any questions? Yeah, look, there's a, lot of comments. Com- there's a lot of comments that are coming through. Um, about just tell us one, two there. Look, Cape, Cape Creole, you know, he, he always has an interesting view. Um, he has said that if Fred is not in that United team, um, they don't finish in the top four. That's how highly he rates wow, them. Agree. Rates him. He talks yeah. about he talks about the, yeah. the work <laughs> that he does off the ball. Hey. Um, that that's so important. Um, there were some a lot. There were a lot of comments about Craig and his and his top. So um, I think the ladies <laughs> the ladies are enjoying uh, uh, Craig and G for the eye candy today. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's a top, Dylan. It's a top, laddie. Um, there's been a lot of good comments. Um, um, what? Yeah. In there. Yeah. So, is this your best top? Is this your I best think top? That, um, I think. Uh, Craig, is this, is this the Liverpool? Is this Liverpool's yeah. best top? I think so. Well, for this for for this season, yeah, definitely. Uh, I really don't like the dad kids. Um, I think it's terrible. But uh, yeah, and I also like the long kid. Liverpool, that gear that Craigie has on, that gear looked like when you throw too much milk in the tea. (laughs) 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 Yeah. At least we'll still be in the cup. I completely forgot during this laughter what I wanted to say. Oh my friend, oh my friend being oh my friend the reason why we gotta be the top four, that's a bit far, but uh, I was just gonna say that Fred is not gonna be the reason why we make why we Fred is not the reason why we make the top four. I, I, I like Fred, I'm a fan of Fred. I've, I've defended him many times, but I don't think that he's he without him he won't make the top four. That's great. That's I don't think that So without Fred you make top four. Yeah. Yeah, there there yeah. was something that I was thinking of asking the the United guys, um, and that was like, don't you think that the 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 team is? If you look at, I spoke to a guy from um, that's from Kaiser Chiefs, right? The, he's an analyst and uh, he's a big United supporter, and he thinks that um, in the long run it might work against United. With um, if you look at how many attacking players they have and how many defensive, like very good good at defending um, minded players that they have so they basically their back four is the only defensive defensive players that they have and everybody else is more attack minded Pogba can't really defend because uh, he makes mistakes often don't think Bruno is someone to track McTominay back McTominay can defend yeah look McTominay Ronaldo Fred and Matic sure right I think those, yeah. those, those are the three options to play the defense. the question is this the, the question is as simple as is United squad balanced? I think maybe the answer is not not very well. Yeah, look, I think, I think a two defense. Over the line so so yeah, so look, I think you look at Fred and uh, McTominay, they're probably box to box midfielders and not genuinely defensive holding PM. midfielders, right? Yeah. So, so so they're filling yeah. in that role. So that's probably where we what what we, we what we need so I know there's a lot of talk about Declan yeah. Rice and probably because if you look at City uh, Liverpool and Chelsea for example uh, they have there's uh, Fabinho there's Rodri uh, and there's Kante or Chelsea's midfield too basically work as defensive midfielders as well and then mm. they all have that one player that will that'll do the job that doesn't care about scoring or going forward it's just mm. to clear out whoever's there um, Brighton have that there's so many examples um 
Arsenal as a Thomas Party. If he comes back, mm. Thomas Party is going to mm. be that guy for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So with United, United, my thing is they either going to outscore teams, uh, which seems to be the case. If they play against a big team, they'll probably counter. If they play against uh, a smaller team, it, it seems that they have the uh, the attacking power to, to bully a smaller team. But there is going to come that game, and that's probably a cup final game if they make it that far. That'll that'll be that'll be the maybe the thing at work against them semi final quarter final where you need that that defensive minded type player. I, I don't believe that. I think that um, I think that Fred and McTominay work quite well to get defensively when they start to get a defensive. They work brilliantly together. We've beaten we've beaten many we've beaten many players many teams with Fred and McTominay together. We've beaten Man City. We, we've beaten. I think you've been, been unbeaten for so long. Twice. Away from home. Yeah, yeah. Fred and what Fred and um, McTominay. But I don't think. But my, I think that um, in 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 the defensive midfield, but I think against the big teams, we will play with Fred and McTominay. I think they will definitely be the the guys to start against Man City and because against you have Liverpool. To. And yeah. Against, my thing is, do you win? Yeah. Do you win leagues ones, and trophies with with, with that situation? That United can. Beat City, yes, when they play with the two, they can beat whoever. But the thing is, can it help them win? That's the thing. Uh, can it help oh. them win the league? Can it help them uh, win the Champions League I, or whatever? I don't think I don't think Chelsea can win the league. Um, yourself. When I think about the balance, I don't think Chelsea can win the league. But that's another conversation. Oh, with Chelsea. <laughs> oh, thank you, I think Chelsea thank have. You. I think Chelsea have. Since, since I think since they've signed Saul. Why you have yeah. one of the most balanced squads in the league? Yeah, uh, one of the biggest, most quality squads in the league. Saul uh, mm. is, is a, a really, really big signing for them. I feel. Yeah. Um, because uh, they, they, their midfield was a bit uh, static. Stacked. Let's just fight through the fixtures. If you, I don't know if anyone got the fixtures out there. Raj, you can just read us through the fixtures. So we've got uh, Crystal Palace and Spurs up first. Yeah, um, I don't know, Ryan, give us a prediction, Crystal Palace, Spurs. London derby, but uh, I think Spurs will win 2-1. Yeah, because they're going to finish. Crystal Palace hasn't shown a lot this season, unfortunately. I want Patrick Vieira to do really well. Uh, and the team's looking to keep the ball on the grass and play, but they just don't seem to have uh, that uh, polish yet. Maybe it will Do you think he keeps his job before the end of the season? I think so. Oh, I hope I so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've changed 16 uh, players or some shit in their first yeah, they, in this transfer window. They, they have to give him they have to give him a chance. All right. Next yeah, picture, I, I, yeah? I'm, I'm wishing Patrick the best, but I don't think that Krista um, will stay up. But I'm wishing yeah. stay up. Oh, wow. That'll be quite a thing if he yeah. sinks them. So we got the big one. United, <laughs> United in Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, give us what you're talking yeah, look, I think I've got a lot of bets in this game. So I've got Ronaldo's, <laughs> Ronaldo's anytime goal scorer. I've got United to win the first half and the second half. I got. Oh, um, wow. Look at you. I've got more Look than. The Hollywood bets. Oh, 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 <laughs> more oh, than two oh, goals to oh, be oh, scored. Oh. So um, jump on it, guys. Jump all on look it. like those, those all look like safe right. bets, actually, to be honest with you. Safe, safe, safe. <laughs> Arsenal, Norwich? Um, I, want, I want us to win because I, I'm just tired of Ooh, losing. Tough one. Uh, you know, you lose three games in the beginning of a season. I don't know if any of you have ever experienced that. I think Keenan's too young and Chelsea supporter to know those times. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you lose do three games. Research, don't be like that. <laughs> you, you lose three games in the beginning of the season and you've never felt that. Like, as an Arsenal fan, I'm an Arsenal fan from the mid 90s and I can't relate. Like, I can't, my brain can't. <laughs> I can't compute what's happening. Like I can't relate to the situation. So I want to win for my mental health. I think that's trauma. That's yeah. trauma speaking. <laughs> PTSD. Hey, yeah. We, we got Brendan. By the way, shout out to Dylan Olifant. You spoke out against uh, mental health. I'm with you, bro. One hundred percent. In defense of mental health. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the next picture? Brentford Brighton. Uh, Ooh, are we, uh, Craigie? Ah, uh, Brighton for the win. Are you watching that game? Uh, as much as Brentford. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> most likely not. 
But it's, I think it's the same time as the same time as Ronaldo's debut. So I don't think I will be watching that. You'll be watching the United game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching, watching, watching United. United. I, that. <laughs> I was very impressed <laughs> by Brentford. I said Newcastle game. I was really impressed with the the home support Brentford got in the Arsenal game, and I think that will carry. I think that will carry a long way this season. Yeah. But I do think Brighton will have too much for them today. Yeah. Okay, cool. I do think game? Leicester will beat... I think Leicester will beat Leicester Man City. Leicester Man City, that is the next game, yeah. Leicester Man City, Keenan? Yeah. You, you think Leicester going to uh, win, right? Yeah. Whoa. I, I think, think they're they're gonna they problems. might come up with... They're yeah. going to cause similar problems that Tottenham caused. Yeah. They, they, uh, uh, Brendan Rodgers used to be all about possession. That was his only... He was a one-trick pony. And he's really, really... Uh, got the people in or, or improved himself as a coach able to set teams up to 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 frustrate <laughs> and, I've seen it. and I think he'll I think he he'll he'll frustrate Leicester and he's got enough quality to hurt him. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean man catch him on a break. Yeah but you know yeah. Man, City, catch him on a break. man City really dropped their game. A ugly a ugly one. I can't see them dropping two games. Um, well, I mean, yeah. last season there was a point in time where they worst case and draw twelfth, and then they just destroyed that everyone for yeah, the season. they came from so nowhere. Brrr, we you can never really, nah, everybody you can never really say. I don't know. You can never. They might buy someone in January all. that just yeah. blows the whole. I think it's going to be tight so this year, though. Know. So I think if if they lose a couple of games, like I know it's, it's very early, but you know they they're going to be behind yeah. eight ball. I think the teams are stronger than they were last year. Okay. Uh, I'm not yeah. saying Man City are going to lose the league. Yeah. I'm just saying that I got a feeling about today. A uh, uh, team like Leicester would have had most of the more players to to yeah. work with during the international break than Man City, and I think they would be preparing like a special game plan specifically for this team. But Man City, even if they lose today, they can win the next 15 matches. Just yeah. just who they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hampton, West Ham. That's the next game. Okay. Uh, okay. West Ham. Mm, Antonio. Captain. West Ham. Dylan? Southampton, West Ham. You, you watching that game? West Ham. <laughs> Antonio, <laughs> player of the month. <laughs> <laughs> Watford and Wolves. You think West Ham? You think West Ham and Lingard is uh, uh, not the same team as they were last season? I actually it think they, they managed to maintain that level and no, I think with yeah, some signings that they made, this Vlasic that they signed, they yeah. they signed mm. good actually. I thought just, they weren't going to be as good. but It's not just Vlasic, yeah. right? You've got, you got Benrama, who they bought last year, who now is fulfilling his potential. Yeah. And, and he's playing in the same yeah. pocket where Lingard would have played. So I think there wasn't a I feel bad lead. for Lingard in a way, bro. I honestly yeah. feel bad for that man because uh, you yeah, have I mean, that. Yeah, look, he'll have, he'll have, Guys. He'll have his choices in January because I think I know um, they spoke about him. I'm going to go sit next to Donny. I feel like Keenan feels bad for too much people, bro. <laughs> yeah, he feels bad for too much. I've got a good heart, but I've got a good heart. Soft heart. Ligar wanted to stay, though. Ligar wanted to stay. Yeah. To fight. He's playing well, though. At the international level, he's doing right. He needs a shot. And Man United have much better dancers for him to... You never see Antonio lift up the team the first time. You want to be birds of a feather, bruh. Birds of a feather. <laughs> dance together, yeah. dance together. <laughs> All right, we, we are actually 12 or 12 or 5, we're way out of time. Craigie, just before we go, uh, XL Tennis Travel. One of the things that you can do is buy your 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 travel package on Layby. Now, no, some of us know Layby for, for for furniture or even for clothes. And anyone, anyone ever clothes. bought crazy, clothes crazy on, on Layby? All the time, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> Come from All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is a new one. You can buy, you can buy your your all your, your all the time. You can buy your international trip to Liverpool on Labour. So if you don't have all the money up front, you can pay a little bit and secure your your place. Craig. Yeah. So obviously you can put the Labour on to 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 reserve your tickets, and then you can pay it off on the Labour system for most of about so about ten a month. Uh, obviously, like we said, it's at the cop. Uh, I mean, not at the cop at Anfield, uh, main field, main stand, tickets, uh, entertainment before uh, dinner with the obviously uh, legends, uh, Liverpool legends. 
uh, entertainment. Mm. A complimentary drink as well from XL Tanners and two nights stay at the four star Holiday Inn Express right there in uh, in Liverpool. So definitely worth it, uh, and obviously uh, guaranteed non-stop action. And like I've said, and I'm going to say it again, it's going to be the title decider coming there at Anfield. Come 7th of May, It'll be the top four decider. It'll be top four decider. <laughs> title decider is a bit far, but yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. Top four. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right. sticking to my guns. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Members, we're out of time. Shot, thanks everybody for thanks, coming yes. through and having a conversation. Football, football fans, those of you who are listening, Shopping watching, nowhere, hope you enjoyed the show. Nowhere, Feel free nowhere. to share. Rads, thank you for making it available on uh, uh, Apple. It will um, continue to podcast. be available. So, those so, of you who missed it. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, cool. guys. Thanks, man. Thanks to Take our producer. Care,